0: Nashville, raisin Nashville. Raisin Nashville. Raisin Nashville. Welcome to Raising Nashville. I'm Bucky. Juicebox. Old boy. And we have a really exciting episode for you this week. Uh, we have been so pumped to do this because this. Friday, well, technically Thursday night at midnight, I think, is going to end a decade of one of the greatest things that has ever happened in cinema
1: the MCU.
0: And if you're, uh, you know, somewhat getting close to 40 and nerds like us, you probably have seen the MCU. What we're talking about is the Marvel Cinematic Universe. It yeah. has been a decade of movies that they have put out.
1: Right, and I, I just want to say, you don't have to be a nerd. Your kids are probably into this, too. That's probably why you know about it on the flip side, right?
0: No, it's not. I did not start 10 years ago. I didn't have kids.
1: And you didn't like it 10 years ago.
0: I did, though. No,
1: you didn't. No, I was interested you in You 100% did not. Against-
0: oh,
2: man, we recorded a podcast once upon a time where we reviewed <laughs> Captain America, and yep. you crapped all over <laughs> it. And you, you were like, you even went as far to say, I wish I had the sound bite." Actually, I'm going to find the sound bite. You went as far to say this.
0: I don't know. There's no words to express how much I don't like Captain America. Okay. Give me Batman. Give me Superman. Give me Blank Man. But don't give me Captain America. Captain America. The fifth best captain behind Captain Ron, Captain Planet, Captain Jack Sparrow, Captain Morgan. (laughs) I can't even get through it. Captain Morgan and Captain Captain kangaroo <laughs> captain america fuck you <laughs> okay
2: that was a long tag
0: fair enough i'm asking the universe the mcu for forgiveness because i am absolutely obsessed with these movies now
1: do you think you're obsessed do you think you got converted because of your nine-year-old
0: Actually, there's a good chance, and and the reason I say that is because you're right, up until a couple of movies, I think I liked the first Iron Man, I did not like the Hulk, and the first Captain America, apparently, I didn't think was that good. Clearly. Uh, <laughs> but, to be
2: fair, I think all of us kind of crapped on that movie, like none of us were really into it at the time.
0: So, with... This decade of the MCU, this Friday comes out Avengers Endgame. It will be the 20th film in the MCU, if I'm not mistaken.
2: 21st, right? Wasn't Captain Marvel. I feel maybe it's the 22nd. We're going
0: to say we're ending a decade with Avengers Endgame. So, what we wanted to do this week is throw another pop culture episode at you and dive into our thoughts on the MCU, get into some of our favorite movies. Who's the best superhero and who sucks at this?
1: And our plot our plot master for Endgame.
0: Plot master. For, and for those of you who don't know, uh, Cool Up and Sugar Cane's Redbox Movie Reviews was notorious for having a plot master.
1: That's right. Who is normally me. Uh, you should re-listen to those podcasts. <laughs>
0: and what And what that means is we are going to try to guess what is going to happen in uh, Avengers Endgame. Because we all plan on going to see this night it comes out this friday popcorn's flying they sell beer and movies now so it's great for me um and we're gonna knock this thing out because i'm pumped you guys pumped
1: i'm pumped they sell sour patch kids and those are for me (laughs) (laughs) yeah i'm pretty pumped about it too
2: to be honest, though, I'm kind of ready for it to be over. I feel like I've dedicated so much of my movie-watching life to Marvel movies in the past few years especially. I'm ready for this story to be over so I can take a little step back from superhero movies. Some I, some resolution.
0: I, I com- No, it's not. to me it's not resolution. It's like, I agree with what Juicebox is saying because you didn't just watch all of these films, which could be up to 22. We need to do our research on this. So, you have probably watched them more than once, correct?
2: Most of them I have seen yeah. multiple times.
0: So, multiple times. That's 44 movies. Have, is there any of that's them you 80, haven't seen? That's, that's a minimum of 88 hours, and most of them push two hours anyway. So, is, 88 hours you've gosh, invested in this. Is,
2: is the point of this, you telling me this, just to make me feel really depressed? <laughs> no.
0: Because you're doing a good job. This is the first time in our lives, and I think in cinema, where they have attempted to do something like this and tie this many films together in one universe. I agree. It's, it's not easy. I mean, you, and I was reading an article this morning that says you can easily build up a plot to like plan for seven more movies like the fast and the furious franchise, but that does not go into another world because it's really hard to intertwine all of these movies together.
1: It's, it's impressive. It's, it's, it's difficult to make a movie without breaking its own continuity sometimes. And to do it on such a scale of, of multiple characters, multiple story arcs and, and to bring it all together, it's deeply impressive.
0: So that's, I mean, that's, that's one of the reasons is maybe not just my kid that got me into this it's uh we're witnessing something that's insane it's yeah. like watching tiger woods
1: yeah even if you're not into superhero movies it's it's impressive what they've built
0: sure and it not only includes movies i mean it's movies tv shows um you know it's a bunch mm-hmm. of things and while i never saw agents of shield and many of you if you're listening to this podcast probably have if you're that obsessed with the mcu
2: I feel like if there's people out there that are obsessed with the MCU, they're going to be
0: yelling at their radio or whatever they're listening to <laughs> because, because we're,
2: we're going to get so much stuff wrong
0: so next time yeah. next time if you guys want to be on this podcast just give us a call <laughs> and we'll put you on here you're probably way smarter than us i'll give but you what wanna, number so so this week we didn't want to dive into this decade of films because you've seen them we don't need to review you know each of these movies or even provide a five second review we wanted to make it a little fun and airy so what we're going to do is we're each going to talk about our top five mcu movies And why? Okay. I'll let... Old boy? mm, Yep, I guess so. I'll let you go first.
1: Okay, I'll give you a quick rundown of my five favorite and and why, like a brief description of why I like it. So, all right, number one, Thor Ragnarok. You got sci-fi, fantasy, immigrant song, times two, Cate Blanchett, (laughs) Jeff Goldblum. Yeah. All right, number two, Civil War. You, you intro to Spidey and Black Panther bad guy bad guy ultimately wins that flick and there's some moral ambiguity there it's it, I, I like it but um, does
0: the bad guy win the flick because clearly they're they're, bad, they're they're having a civil war
1: clearly that's his goal
0: they're having a family fight
1: yeah that, that that's he what he set up, okay. that's what he set out to do and he did it okay. and and left him in shambles he clearly did his job he he was really good um and he wasn't even that great of a bad guy but he. Freaking did it, so yeah. Fair enough. Number three, uh, Spider-Man Far for or uh, what is it,
3: Homecoming. Homecoming?
1: Yeah. Number four, Iron Man kicked it all off. Bob Downey is the shit, and Obadiah Stane is a good villain. Bob. And number five is the first Avengers. It ties in the first phase, and I really like how Loki is the first villain. It's a callback to the comics. It's it's probably tied with Guardians of the Galaxy, the first one too. I really like that one a lot too. And but it,
0: they didn't make your top five.
1: Well, yeah. I wasn't expecting much from Guardians of the Galaxy, and I was like, eh, I don't know about this, but I was, it was endearing. And, really uh, good. Yeah, See, really I, good. I love Guardians of the Galaxy.
2: I, I think Guardians of the Galaxy is kind of what turned me onto the Marvel, like, really got me into it, honestly. Like, my top five are pretty much the same as Old Boy for the most part. They're not in any particular order, but it, it's definitely the first Iron Man. For me, it's Winter Soldier. I mean, you got, like, government conspiracy, like, shadow government. You have just every everything falling apart. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, like I said, that I love that movie. I, it was just so fun and just so, like, it, it, it was different than any of the other ones. Oh, Thor Ragnarok, for sure. For everything old boy said. I kind of hated Thor before that movie. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I just didn't care about it at all. I didn't care about Asgard. I didn't care about any of that. It was weak. Yeah. It was just had... was. It was written poorly. I yeah. feel like, or I don't know. There's probably some Thor fan, fans that are going to come at me about that, but I don't know. Until Ragnarok, I just felt like that got the tone of what Thor needs to be perfect. Right.
0: And I and I completely agree. So I'm just going to roll through my top five as as old boy oh as he said he went into descriptions on his so i'll just roll into the top five of mine right top everybody's got it thor ragnarok i think there's going to be a lot of a lot of similarities here so thor ragnarok is number one for me i think number two is captain america civil war Uh, even though i hated captain america back in the day i thought civil war brought everybody together it also you know threw some New characters into a battle in which they'd only been in standalone films so far.
2: I mean, Captain America has probably had the best story arc of the entire MCU. Maybe sure. Tony Stark, but honestly, like Captain America has been like all over the place.
0: I, and I completely agree. So, what is it? Thor Ragnarok, Civil War, first Iron Man, because it brought this whole thing to light. It's a classic. Like it, you know, the first yeah. time you see Tony Stark and and what he's doing and it, you know it doesn't really bring in Iron Man until like halfway through the movie actually. So, I really like that to get it kicked off. Guardians of the Galaxy would be number 4 for me because of the pop culture stuff and I like comedy through all of this like it it's great to watch the cgi and the battles and everything but the comedy has really pulled me together and number five you guys might hate me um but it's i think it's ant-man and the wasp i've watched it like five times and i just can't i, I love paul rudd i kind of like The storyline in it uh because it brings in like family and you don't see that a lot in these movies like his personal family that's a good point those would be my five but i mean come on like all three avengers is it three age of ultron Mm -hmm. original and and infinity war right all three avengers bring them all together and it's so entertaining and and i absolutely can't wait because the first time i saw you know infinity war i was just like holy shit this is amazing bring on the next one
1: yeah, I'm with you. Yeah, and, and back to your Ant Man and the Wasp, you're, you're right. They're they're good family. They're certainly the lighter portion of the of the MCU. I think they're yeah. darker films. I think, and that's that's like the other end of the spectrum. But it's it's good for them to have that. Yeah, I think but correct. as
0: all three of us said, nothing in this entire ten years of movie making is better than Thor Ragnarok. I think. Um, I think they just. I, I think they made a perfect superhero film. Yeah, but yeah. you have to have followed it a little bit.
2: Yeah, you have to kind you of know about. It. Yeah, you have to kind of know about Thor.
1: Yeah, yeah, because you got a, a lot of r- characters in there. It's kind of a buddy flick too. It's it's got a lot going for it, man. It's yeah. uh it's really well done. It thinks outside the box. It's um.
2: If people haven't watched any Marvel movies, would they think it was a good movie? Like it's so hard to be objective when people are like, "Was that a good movie?" It's like, "Well, I don't know. Did you watch like the other 19 movies?" Like,
0: <laughs> "Well, I mean, so my wife watches one out of every six, right? We've got a 9-year-old, so she sometimes takes him to the movies to watch it when it comes out, and sometimes I do. And I've tried to take him since he was, you know, 3 to go see these films, and he's finally not jarring back and forth and like just jittering the entire time where he sits still. Right. So yeah. what she has seen one out of every six and she loved Thor Ragnarok. I think it's just the, it's the colors and the music and, uh, and the Jeff Goldblum, and the Je- <laughs> Jeff Goldblum. No, it's just, it's quirky and it's funny and it's fast. And it's, I like that comedy aspect of this entire decade of movies.
2: I didn't mean to get sidetracked on that. It's just something I always think about when people ask you if like, if the superhero movie is good,
0: okay. So now that we've talked about our top five, the burning question is, who's your favorite superhero and uh, why?
1: My answer is very easy: It's Spider-Man. Okay, because he's he's a superhero, but he also has to like you know get groceries and <laughs> and he's got he's got to pay rent. You know what I mean? He's like an he's like a regular dude that that chooses to also spend his free time.
0: But doesn't he live with like his
1: aunt when he's a kid? But he still has homework to do. You know what I mean? He's got real life. But he problems. ain't
0: paying rent.
1: Well, I think he gets a little older. And, and when Starts I was a kid, when rent. I was a kid, he's always been my favorite because he's the most relatable. I think he's he's got real life problems on top of his superhero problems.
0: Did you cry when Damn. he when he descended into dust or feathers in Infinity War? Oh that, no. You didn't. No, no. That was like the heaviest thing. The absolute heaviest thing. I mean,
2: I saw it with Bucky, I saw it with you and your nine year old, and I was like, dang, is he going to be
0: okay with this? Because it was like, it was intense, man. Good acting. Yeah. What's that kid's name? Tom something? Holland. I mean, he's a good actor. He does a good he job, He really yeah. brings Spider-Man to life. He's yeah. way better than Tobey Maguire, whoever whoever was.
1: Yeah, and that other dude. Yeah, I agree. I agree 100%. The kid kills it, man. And yeah. I'm, I'm excited about all the, I hope they make 15 Spider-Man movies.
0: We know that they're making one more at least.
3: And that it comes takes out place. this summer.
2: Yeah, I think there's some uh, contract weirdness there. Like they are allowed to make, Marvel is allowed to make three Spider-Man movies or two Spider-Man movies and then Sony can take the, take it back, back or whatever. So That's, we'll, I see. Mean, we'll see what happens. I mean, they are definitely making better Spider-Man movies
1: than, uh, than Sony. Or, yeah, yeah. Well,
2: Andrew Garfield, Spider-Man.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah no I, th- I didn't, so. I'm not even sure I watched those to be honest. They mm. they were not good.
0: So juice box, who is your favorite superhero? See, this, this is a
2: tough one because, I mean, it is. I grew up liking Spider-Man, same as old boy. Like, I mean, that was that was my favorite when I was growing up. In the Marvel Cinematic Universe, it's probably Captain America just because, like I said earlier, because of his story arc. Because, you know, he's gone from hero to seeing everything that he believed in just was, like, fake and corrupt and just... Uh is on the run, like an outlaw. Yeah,
1: he's, he, he stand, he's, he's clearly, he's the good guy always, right? Yeah. He's always, he's and, got a good footing on what's right and what's wrong.
2: And in some of the previews for Endgame, like, he just looks defeated. Like, and that's the other thing. Like, he's never really been like that. He's been, like, the most optimistic person the whole entire time, and he's just, like, shook.
0: He was like that before he became Captain America. Yeah. He was always, like, the anxiety kid that was well, he in the was friend still, zone the entire no. time.
1: But he was still... A, <laughs> no. Like, he still never backed down and was still the optimist. Like, he was... Right. Yeah, he was always... He he, he was Captain America before Captain America. is kind of, yeah. like...
0: Before and, the body.
1: And rarely am I... I mean, you know, there's points in movies where I'm like, hell yeah. And one of them is when, in Infinity War, when Scarlet Witch and Vision are getting their asses whipped by those two alien yep. people. And... The train goes by and you see you see it's Captain America there to save today and it's like, Hell yeah, man, like where you been at? Like all I, right, on I, the run. Yeah. <laughs> I think not I've had a lot anymore. of
0: hell yeah, Captain America moments. Yeah, like when right. he's fighting Tony Stark in uh, Civil War, like to me that I I, I was on his side. I was mm-hmm. not on Iron Man's side. I was I was on Iron Man's side on that Were one. Were you? Yep. No, I, I mean I, I took his side of the superhero well, <laughs> dumb in his crew. Uh, everybody was supposed to be for Tony Stark and Iron Man It's kind of like wrestling you want to vote for, you want to root for the hill sometime
1: if you if you knew who killed my parents and didn't tell me I mean, I'm gonna mess you up man look I,
0: why is that information that I need to tell you Oof. just right, because so- I know that information.
1: Well, I think we might. I think we're going down somewhere.
2: Um, yeah, I, th- I think that's the definition of friendship, and what your personal opinion and meaning of that is comes into play there. I think I, there's another in Civil
1: War. There's another. There
0: had to have been a reason, though.
1: There's another. There's a good reason. Well, what, what to protect his other buddy? To protect Bucky? Yeah. Yeah. yeah that, that's it. It all. It's coming to light. I get it now.
0: And, there, and to pull full circle on that, so my favorite superhero. You would think it was Bucky, which I love. And, and I love the arm. I love his, you know, everybody hates him and thinks he's, you know, this bad guy, but he's really this good guy underneath, unless he's under a spell and blah, blah, blah. My favorite superhero would have to be Thor. And the reason I say that, and it has absolutely nothing to do with the last 10 years of movies or the Marvel Cinematic Universe or anything. They introduced all of this i really wasn't into it growing up i was a wrestling kid right i was into hulk Hogan's and macho man's and things like that i wasn't really into comics mm-hmm. so the first time that i was introduced to a comic book character that i actually sat down and went out and bought something from was thor and that movie was adventures in babysitting because when elizabeth shue babysits this girl she has these thor comics And they break their car down in the middle of the interstate and they have to get a a tire or whatever and they have to take the car to the shop and this guy comes out and the little girl thinks it's Thor. And he's definitely not Thor. He's just an auto mechanic. But he puts on like the thing and the hammer and like if you've seen Adventures in Babysitting, you know exactly what I'm talking about. That's why Thor was.
1: Okay.
3: That's a And he looks very cheesy in the comics.
1: It's an interesting uh, origin story of why you like Thor.
0: So, uh, yeah. And if I could name any other superhero, it would be Thor's brother, Loki. Like that's my second favorite.
1: I like Loki too. Yeah. He's, he's, he's got an interesting arc, I think.
0: Yeah. I'll agree with
2: that. He, Thank goodness they didn't just like try to kill him off as soon as he was the bad guy. Like they did a lot of early bad guys. Right. They did a
0: good job with Loki. Yeah. So so now that we've we've dove into who our favorite superheroes are, who is the worst superhero in the Marvel Cinematic Universe? I'm going to go first on this. I'm I'm just going to call it out. War Machine. I think the casting was wrong. I think the character's wrong. I think...
1: This is your personal vendetta against Don Cheadle, which <laughs> I, you know I disagree with.
0: It is. Don Cheadle is the worst actor in the MCU. Whoa,
1: Dude, he you, might
0: have been nominated for Academy Awards for yeah, other films, but he's terrible. He should not have been put in this.
1: You realize this is why I, I disagree with movies with you so often. I,
0: I guess so. So you must be a Don Cheadle War Machine fan. I think you. He's, I think Don is Cheadle the could.
1: Cheesiest
0: the cheesiest superhero in real life when he doesn't have the suit on. I think he copied Iron Man. I think, you know, Iron Man brought him in and said, "Hey, here's all this equipment. You didn't do shit to do it." So, to be honest with you, if Iron Man's looked at as just some rich dude who has a suit and bought this suit and put it all together, Don Cheadle is just basically bumming off
1: him. Number 1, I think he's like a colonel, right?
0: Yeah, okay, he, so he some is. super I high agree.
1: military yeah, pilot he, or something. And and they're buddies cuz Okay. Is Stark is an arms dealer. So he gives him this suit because it is a weapon, and and imagine that weapon in somebody's hands that can, who's a military colonel. So yeah, man. I mean, their buddies. He, he's fine. No,
0: he's not fine. I just explained why he's not fine.
1: <laughs> if it was still Terrence
2: Howard, would you be more okay with this character? Is it just Don Cheadle?
0: See, hated the difference is like, Terrence Howard has has won an Academy Award, and Don Cheadle has not.
1: I think they upgraded War Machine when they got rid of terrence howard
0: that is wrong that is absolutely wrong terrence howard is an incredible actor he can jump into any role on the snap of a finger you know let, let's move on because hold, hold I, on hold I, on the,
1: you know in real life terrence howard believes like one plus one does not equal two. yeah right?
2: he, yeah he's some, something weird
1: scientology no i just i, I think he might be uh, anyway what, even now,
2: if he was is a Scientologist? It's like an anti-science thing or something yeah like, let me
1: here can we pause
0: why are we looking at... Who cares? I, I care. I'm about to introduce that I'm a flat earther.
1: Terrence Howard believes one times one equals two. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that, that's just ignorance. That's not
1: acting. What does that even mean? Yeah, why does? I, I don't know. I'm not even getting into <laughs> it, but he... he believe, like, firmly, we'll fight you.
0: That is not a reason why I would pick uh-huh. Don Cheadle over Terrence Howard. Okay, so... War Machine, worst. Who's your worst? I'm
1: going to tell you how good Don Cheadle no, is. Stop. Don Cheadle is so good. If you put him in the role of Thor, he'd kill it. If you put him in the role of Thanos, that. he'd kill it.
0: Okay, so who's your worst superhero?
1: Who did you like again? Thor. <laughs> I just want to. I want to tear down whoever you like now. Fair no, enough. Um, the worst one. I'll be honest with you. I'm not a big fan of Ant Man. I, I like the movies. I think they're light and all that. But like somebody who shrinks and then gets big.
0: Is one of the best qualities in a superhero. Somebody who can get as small as a freaking ant.
1: I feel like he could die accidentally at any moment.
0: He could die accidentally, as all of them could. He, can, But he can get through, like, door locks. And he, he can get into things that people can't get into. And then he can grow really big and blow that shit up. So if he wanted to go... Avengers,
1: what are we going to okay. do? This door's locked. <laughs> Send Ant-Man in. I'm just saying, if if I have to pick, that's my least favorite.
0: Okay, that's not a great one. bugs. So, right. who's, your, who's your least favorite? Okay, so this is gonna probably get some
2: uh, grief, but on if we're talking about for the we're talking about for MCU, right? Yeah. Yep. Okay, so then it's got to be Captain Marvel, because I was totally underwhelmed by her movie. Like, I they just didn't really give you a good reason to care about that character, and now we're supposed to be believing that she's the savior for the Avengers or something like that. Like I felt like that movie was lacking.
0: I completely agree.
2: And I'm not trying to get off on something like Brie Larson wasn't the right casting. Like I thought she was good in it. I just don't feel like there, there wasn't enough. That movie needed more backstory. Honestly, there wasn't enough backstory of her to make you care about her. I mean, it was just like, here she is. Here's a little bit of her background. I don't know. It felt rushed. It felt like it was just a movie that they had to make to get to Avengers Endgame.
0: Yeah. But they planned this out like a couple of years ago that they were going to release Captain Marvel. I just think they dropped the ball on how they did it. And it has a lot of comedy and I agree with the 90s nostalgia and the yeah. blockbuster and everything like that. Uh,
2: and I'm fine with most of that. I just, it was just lacking in a, in a way. And I felt like it was kind of transparent. Like honestly, I didn't read much about it going into it. Like I, Captain Marvel is the character that I knew the least about going into it, like, period. So I didn't really know much, much of the backstory. I tried to stay away from spoilers going into it, going into it with a clean slate. Like, 10 minutes into the movie, I'm like, okay, Jude Law is going to be the bad guy.
0: Oh, we It knew was it. just
2: so predictable,
0: and it was just so transparent, and it was just... And then an hour and 40 minutes into the movie, you actually see what her superpowers can do. Like it's and when she gets in the suit and you yeah. get fifteen minutes of the suit and you're like, how in the hell is this superhero gonna join the Avengers and do anything more than any of them can do individually? Well, that yeah.
2: that was the other thing too. There wasn't really like um coming to reckon with your power type thing or something. It it, it just I don't know. But it, is it, it smart felt like to, it was lacking it. For me. So for me, that's my least favorite superhero so far in the MCU.
0: So is it smart of the Russo brothers to make us believe that this Captain Marvel movie we've all been waiting for is the answer to why you know half the Avengers died in the Infinity War and this girl is going to save the day, but really that wasn't their plan at all. Because most of you have seen the preview of Avengers Endgame. If you haven't, you are not on this planet right now because it comes out on Friday. And we have got confirmation through articles and the actual directors and writers of the movie that said that they are redirecting not redirecting but redirecting your mind on these uh previews that have come out these things aren't going to happen yeah sure. mis- misdirection
2: they mis- did misdirection. that for the yeah. they did that for infinity war too so
1: well, uh, yeah and I also think like the all, a lot of the articles and things we read like the theories and stuff like that I think that's probably planted by Disney I mean I know I know Lucas film used to do it with Star Wars they would uh
0: you're talking about like every time I go on the internet and I scroll up there. on Google and it's you know it's a new fan theory yep, yeah I new, think I think yeah. a lot of
1: that's probably planted and and are it's all probably misdirection but i mean um yeah captain marvel i think i think they're they're planting they're getting these new characters for the next phase right yeah and so i'm sure that and they're usually kind of weak the the character building like you know hulk's kind of weak that first thor's weak you've got some hulk weak. is
0: the worst in the mcu the 2008 your hulk, favorite no it's oh, the oh, worst hulk. movie
1: It is bad. It really is. I'm not is that the Edward Norton one I didn't even watch it, I don't think. I've seen it I've seen
2: it maybe twice, like once. And that's the only character
0: they've changed over, right? In this entire ten years. That's the only character that has changed hands acting wise.
2: And your boy Terrence Howard. Oh yeah. yeah. And Red Skull.
0: Red Skull who's who's the original Red Skull?
2: Hugo Weaving is that his name? Agent
0: Red
1: Skull.
2: Um, Not Hugo
1: Weaving? Yeah,
0: it's he look, It's some dude that's... looks
2: like Skeletor. It's a dude that's from The Walking Dead, I think.
1: Really? Andrew Lincoln.
0: <laughs>
2: that's why he left The Walking Dead.
0: So this week we actually have something absolutely special for you guys. Uh, since we're discussing the Marvel Cinematic Universe in all its glory, and most of us are pushing 40 now, we decided to bring in somebody who is absolutely engulfed in this. So this week we'd like to welcome... Asher, my nine-year-old. Hello. Yeah. Welcome to the podcast, Asher. Thanks. So what we wanted to do is bring you in here and ask you a couple of questions. Uh, Because when I think about Marvel and the Avengers and the Marvel Cinematic Universe and all these superheroes, it brings me back to when I was a kid. And I think that's what most of the listeners out there that are our age, that's what they feel. Like you watch these movies to take you back from when you were a kid. You are a kid
4: yeah i am
0: yep <laughs> so we we wanted to get you in here to get your perspective on this series that has been going on so let's start with a few questions we're gonna fill some questions right okay okay so ultimately and everybody wants to know who is your favorite superhero and why
4: doctor strange because he can basically beat up anybody just by time traveling back to when they were a baby
0: Okay. What's With he gonna do? The
4: time t- stone. Using the time stone and just killing them. That right. that would be easy to beat someone up.
0: Wait, wait, wait. So it sounds like he is an evil person if he's gonna use his powers to travel back in time to when they were a baby and just kill them right there.
4: <laughs> no. No. Like no. when he he does it to like those people that are gonna affect, like. Be bad later, be right? Be bad people later, yes. Okay, yeah. so
0: he is going to travel back in time to the villains when they were babies. Yes. I would love to see what these villains were like when they were babies.
1: Do you uh, Now, let's say he doesn't have the time stone. Do you still like Doctor Strange?
4: Yeah, because he's both a doctor getting his PhD, I think, and I think he's both a doctor in that and a real doctor, so... He could have been a superhero just using his cape and performed just anything. When he ever got hurt, he could just do something to him. And the mystical self. arts. So he, yeah. Yes.
1: Yeah, you're right.
0: And he's also strange. Yes. Okay. For those of you that don't know out there, and we will certainly post these to all of our socials, but Asher was the most... Badass Doctor Strange for Halloween this past year. It uh-huh. was pretty dope. It it was an insanely great costume. But over the years, Asher's been mul- multiple superheroes, right? For Halloween? Uh huh. Let's go through it. I think you've been Iron Man?
4: Yes. Captain Spider-Man, America? Spider Man? I think, yeah. Okay.
0: Captain America? Yeah. Uh, and then the other Iron Man, like the USA Iron Man.
4: Yeah, it's called War Machine.
1: War Machine, yeah. Rhodey. Great. Rhodey.
0: You went as War Machine. Yes. Mm. Tom Cheadle. All right, so now we know your favorite superhero, Doctor Strange. Who is the worst out of all of the superheroes in the Marvel Cinematic Universe?
4: I'd say Iron Man. He is just a rich dude that can make stuff. He just made a suit. He just made a suit to, to do it. He, that's all he did.
0: So he's kind of like Batman. Do you like Batman? No. Not okay. really. Okay. I don't <laughs> yes. like
4: Batman or Iron Man that much. Okay. They're both really cool, but eh.
0: Um. Okay, so now that we know your favorite and your least favorite superheroes, uh-huh. what's your favorite movie? Because as a kid, I remember, you know, these movies just stand out to you, and they're gonna, you're gonna carry this movie through your entire life, you know.
4: Um, I really like Infinity War. Definitely, I really like Infinity War.
0: Okay, and that... um,
4: I like Civil War. I like Ant Man. I like a lot of them. Mostly all of them. I like all of them.
0: You like all of them.
4: Most, but I like Infinity War the best.
0: So, are you excited for End Game?
4: Yes. I am very, very excited for Endgame.
0: Okay, why why does Endgame excite you? Why are you Why is this anticipation building up? Because I know the three of us in this room, we all absolutely know why Endgame is exciting. Is one because it's ending ten years of us dedicating ourselves to this, and two, it's gonna be it's like the fireworks show at the end of anything, right? This yeah. is it's all been building to this. So why are you ready for Endgame?
4: I'm ready for Endgame because it is the final movie of Iron Man and Hulk and basically everyone Marvel.
0: Do you think they're all going to die?
4: Not all of them. I don't think any of them are going to die.
0: You don't think any superhero is going to die at the hands of Thanos? I think a couple already have though, right?
4: Yes, but I think once he's dead they'll crush the infinity stones and that puts them i think i don't want to spoil it but for those of you who have not watched infinity war i don't want to spoil it but i kind of got it they will um <laughs>
0: that was respectful and then it just died It was very courteous <laughs> go ahead and spoil it, I it. Think
4: they'll kill thanos then crush the In- infinity stones and then the dudes will come back to life the dust will just Put back together. So the 50% the
0: of humanity will come yes. back. Yes. Okay. That's And that's what we call on this show, uh, well, on our previous podcast, and now on this podcast, we call Plot Master. So you are plot mastering that the remaining Avengers mm-hmm. are going to destroy Thanos, then yes. destroy the Infinity Stones, yes. and then everybody comes back to life. Yes. And then what happens? The sunset? Probably
4: they're just uh, celebrating and... Probably it's like a huge party. Probably just like a gigantic party. It's
0: a party. At the very end. Okay. okay.
4: Because they killed Thanos, who is the biggest, baddest villain ever, probably. If you so, were going to
0: throw the party at the end of Avengers Endgame, what would that party be? What would be at that party? Where it would it be? It would be
4: basically, probably, um, literally on top of Thanos' body. They'll be, like, on top of Thanos' body. They'll, like, jump on Thanos. They'll hit Thanos, probably. And it would just be, like, around where Thanos had died. I would have set it up to where everyone would, like, there would be a bunch of food. There would...
0: Yeah. What kind of music would be playing?
4: They would create a remix of all of their favorite songs. Uh, and it would just be like this weird music of all of their favorite songs. All the
0: superheroes, everybody yes. that destroyed Thanos. Yes. Okay, so if like all one of, of them their, just like, into Marilyn songs. Manson, that would be in this, this big hodgepodge of music. We're no, putting together. it
4: would be like all of their theme songs.
0: Ah, that's a good call. Actually, I didn't think about that. So all the superheroes theme songs come together, make one big superhero theme song. Uh huh. Yeah, it kind of goes back to Captain Planet when they put their rings together they form captain planet Mm. you're too young for captain planet
1: thank your stars man
0: yeah (laughs) so we're having a party on thanos's body there's food there's music juice then roll credits so here's the best question avengers endgame it's over the entire 10 years is over 20 films done is there a post-credit scene and if there was what would happen in that post-credit scene
4: First of all, let me ask you a question. What is the post-credit scene?
0: It's that scene at the end of the credits. So we all wait and sit in the theater oh, yeah. floor when they roll it, and then it kind of yeah. gives an insight to something that's going to happen in the future.
4: Okay. The guys who made Endgame will appear. The they'll... Russo brothers? Yes. Okay. They will appear, and they will tell you about, like, they'll probably tell you about, like, what's going to happen. What's gonna happen um, after after this last movie
0: in Phase Four? They're just gonna give you a, a prequel to what's about what you're about to see, so you can opt out. Then you can say you've watched, you've dedicated yourself this much. We're gonna do it again, but here's what it's gonna be like, so you can decide if you want to or not. Well, Asher, thank you so much for coming on this podcast today. Uh-huh. We really appreciate your perspective on some of these things. Yeah, it's awesome. They they completely were some of them were different than. Our thoughts, but uh, we sure. were definitely happy to have you. What we're going to ask you to do now is step off the mic and well, take a yes. chair in that
1: corner. I have one question, Asher. Do you think you can get me tickets to that party on Panos' party? Uh, no. Okay, I'll try.
0: Why not? Is it only superheroes? Yes. Okay. Mm. So you're going to have to become a superhero. Mm. Okay. You've already got a terrible
1: handle for well, it. Well, I've got a suit, but that's all I've got. Yeah, God.
2: All right, Asher, thanks, man. Yeah, just stay over there in the corner so we don't have to hear you on the microphones. (laughs) Let's just go ahead and jump into our own plot master. We heard what Asher thinks is going to happen in in game, and he was describing a pretty kick-ass party that, I mean, unfortunately, none of us will be able to go to, but what do you guys
0: think is going to happen? So without... I'm going to have to agree with him everything other than party on Thanos' body. I mean, he's a big dude, but I don't think all of them are going to fit. So my plot master is... Captain Marvel joins the crew. The crew, re, you know, bands together. B- the band of brothers gets back together. And and Captain America's fighting with Iron Man. And they uh, somehow take down Thanos. But then they realize that Thanos isn't actually the threat. And there's a larger threat out there. And that threat takes out the original Avengers. Completely done. Dead. Gone. Leaves the people who have future movie contracts.
1: Okay. That's, uh, that is vague as hell, man.
0: And then there's a party on Thanos' body.
2: No doubt. That's (laughs) with, there may or may not be a Marilyn Manson remix.
0: No, and it's just going to be the new Avengers or the new people who have contracts. So, what, Spider Man, Doctor Strange, Captain Marvel? They're all going to be partying there like, yeah, it's us now. Mm. Yo, who got next? It's, uh, they do, and they they they're just throwing money around. They're making it rain.
1: I got you. Okay. All right. That's interesting. What do you think's gonna happen? Um, here's my plot master. They're not gonna reveal the next bad guy. Okay. Um, because I feel like if you do that, then you've already set the tone for the next. You know, d- how can you have other movies that have f- smaller storylines if you already if they if they already know there's a there's a villain? So I don't sure. think I don't think Thanos was really introduced until. Avengers, right? So my thought is is that they take care of the threat, there's sacrifices, there's a new team in place, or there's new characters in place, and it's it, the post-credit scenes are going to be the launch of the new characters, because that's what they're investing in. Not the next bad guy, they're investing in the new, car- the new heroes. That's a good point. So that's who you'll be investing in. So the um, new Avengers. The new Avengers. Um, so just to be clear, you do not think or do you think the Russo brothers are going to come
2: on screen at the end of the movie and tell you what
0: happens? <laughs> I'm, I, how incredible would that be? Like we're waiting I, for these post-credit scenes? And it's just these two guys. They're like, "Hey, we're going to tell you about this next phase."
1: I think the Russo brothers are scrolls.
0: It's going to be like a TED talk.
1: <laughs> but that's that's my that's my thought ultimately. I don't know how they're going to defeat Thanos, and I don't even necessarily know if they're going to defeat Thanos. It might be a go back in time and do something different. Deal, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, destroy destroy the stones back in time, or something. Okay, so
0: that wasn't much better than mine. So, Goosebox, <laughs> please please bring us back home with something that that's really gonna blow our minds here.
2: Okay, mine's a little bit different. I mean, because you had never know, watching on the pre, the you never know from the previews what you're gonna get.
0: Sure, that's a big Mister. So, I
2: think the movie opens. Everyone that was snapped sort of just uh comes back from dust into their native form and they're inside this really large beige room that's lit with fluorescent lighting and there's screens all along the wall like just going down like what looks like infinity because i mean it's a half you know half the war half the universe or whatever so all of a sudden the screen comes to life there's a dude that's like looks like a salesman smiling at everybody (laughs) and he tells them that they have been chosen for a great opportunity. And that opportunity is to buy into a timeshare in Florida.
0: <laughs> Wait.
2: <laughs> and the only way for them to get out of purgatory is to purchase into this timeshare, which is a nightmare because it's like half of the universe trying to share these timeshares, so you're never going to get time there. So then the so- second half of the movie is all of those people trying to hire personal lawyers <laughs> To get them out of the timeshare contract, so they don't have to pay for it. Wait. So basically, my theory is Thanos' whole thing was just a timeshare scheme. He just was trying to get all these Infinity Stones so he could snap half the universe into this timeshare presentation and get half the people in the universe to sign up for timeshare.
0: So where are the people that didn't disappear? Did they escape this timeshare continuum? They
1: did.
2: They did. They yeah. did. Yeah, so they didn't have to buy into the timeshare. So when they when they buy into the timeshare and go back to reality, they're like, oh, Tony Stark, we need your billions of dollars to hire some lawyers because we messed up. We made a mistake and signed this timeshare agreement with Thanos.
0: It's all a ploy to make money. That's right. On Thanos' side.
2: And that just comes back to me thinking that everything is probably a timeshare time, scheme. Timeshare scheme behind the business behind the scenes. I'd be
0: excited to see that. Because think about some of the people who were killed in the snap. Um, you, know, you got Spider Man in there just like spiding off the walls because this guy won't get off the screen trying to sell him a timeshare. Yeah, and he's yeah. not even
1: legal, uh, he's not even old enough to sign one. So he's, like, really short. So that that may really come into the defense's
2: case, like, look, this dude isn't even old enough. Yeah. What are you doing?
1: Yeah, he signed a legal binding document, but he's not old enough to sign one, so it's void. And that's
0: the problem with being a youth in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. (laughs) Oh, well, we really hope that you guys go out and see Avengers Endgame. I know we've been excited for it, and we are absolutely i'm i'm personally thrilled to buy my ticket online and it's gonna be like a concert to me you know it's gonna be like that anticipation like this only happens once we're gonna do it in imax 3d is this gonna be the last call
2: i feel like yeah i don't know i'm the type of person like i have to see the movie in the largest best format if i'm gonna pay the money I,
0: this will be it for me, though, because we have discussed this, and I think it's just completely a ripoff.
1: I do too. I spent I spent IMAX money on Captain Marvel, and I was like, man, why would I do that again? But That's that, it. It wasn't even in 3D though, right? No, it wasn't. I, don't, I, I don't went know. to
0: see it in the regular theater. Like I'm not this big was on one 3D. where I, I was like,
2: oh, I yeah. also saw it in the regular theater. I'm not yeah. big on 3D either.
0: We'll go out but, and see Avengers: Endgame. Let okay. us know what you think. Let us know what you think. We'll let you know who plotmastered this thing. Uh, is it going to be a timeshare opportunity or <laughs> is it going to be, uh, you know, Thanos being defeated and there is another superpower above him or is it just going to be
1: set up for phase four character wise or Dancing on Thanos' Body.
0: Dancing on Thanos' Body. That's what I'm pulling for. Yeah, I hope you guys I, are, too. I want to see that also. So go remakes. see Avengers Endgame out this Friday. Uh, we hope you guys enjoyed listening. If you don't have children...
1: Have one. Have one. I'll catch up. Yeah.
0: We want you to know what we go through. Yeah. with fear. I wanted to
3: be an American soldier. But instead, they gave me the cold shoulder They thought I'd get killed easily Just because I have a few health difficulties So to save myself the embarrassment I partake in a dangerous experiment That gives me biceps, pecs, and abs I can also run slightly faster So I go murder some Nazi Led by a guy who's named Red Skull for some reason And so I killed him, right before crashing into the Arctic and freezing over for several decades I wake up in the future where I have to adjust to seeing black people sitting in the front of the bus And so just when I think that this is all a bad dream This black guy tells me about joining a team